morning, everyone, and welcome into That Movie Show, presented by Showcase Cinemas right here on North Shore 104.9. I hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving weekend. I know I ate and drank myself silly the past few days, and now I'm ready to talk movies. Mike Went and Eddie McCabe. How you doing, Eddie? Oh, I am doing great. It's a great day for movies, except for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, which is the worst Thanksgiving movie. Shut your mouth. What are you, a Dutch fan? <laughs> yeah, uh, anything. Did, did you get that reference? Do you remember uh, that Ed O'Neill movie? Yeah, Dutch. Uh, Dutch, where he has to pick up his like stepson or something. From... Ish. I don't know. It's it's yeah. a, it's a weird premise, a weird relationship. But you know what? Nineties. They were yeah. they were trying to make Ed O'Neill a thing after Married with Children. You know. Yeah, of course. And he wouldn't be and he wouldn't be a thing until Modern Family. It's true. It's true. Basically, if Al Bundy grew up. Yeah, if Al Bundy grew up and had a gay son. It's true. It's true. And and a whole whole bunch of fun families. Uh, they, they tried to make him a thing, though, because, uh, you know, yeah. of course he was in Ford Fairlane. Oh, yeah, a movie that we'll never do on the podcast? A movie we're going to do. Uh, maybe. We're going to do, because everybody loves my Dice impression. Yes, everybody loves your Dice impression. Just ask the comment section on iTunes. They love my Dice. Oh, man, I can't believe that. Would have been five stars, but that Dice impression was like nails on a chalkboard, one star. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that sounds about right. And that's called winning, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the movies. Uh, this uh, The past weekend, so basically a, a few, few weeks ago, we were talking about box office and how there was like a dip in the box office. And it was very strange because some of the movies coming out should have been making money, like Terminator should have made money. Dr. Sleep should have made money because they weren't. And then we talked right. last week about how Disney had some magic eight ball type of sense to not release a movie in this past month or so, but instead, knowing people would want to stay home, release their in-home streaming service, Disney Plus, and clean up money that way. Well, Disney got back to the theaters, and they released Frozen 2 and proved that, yes, people do still want to go out to the movies. It made $130 million at opening weekend at the box office. Obviously, number one on the weekend. Of course. I mean, this is one of those anticipated movies, and this is what I talked about on last week's show, right? I talked about how Frozen 2 is the movie that could potentially buck that trend. Mm. It's the start of the holiday movie season as well as the Oscar movie season, right? This movie is going to attempt to win, at the very least, Best Animated Feature, right? Like, that's what it's designed to do. Pretty much. and so, you know, you have it. The first one was a gargantuan hit. So, yes, yeah, something would be very, very wrong if this movie performed poorly. And of course it didn't, of you know, didn't. of course it didn't. But now you have to look at, yeah, the quality of movies and kind of what I talked about last last week on the show. Yeah. The the fact that Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels and <laughs> Terminator and uh, Dr. Sleep performed poorly does have something to do with the fact that those are all sequels to properties that are 30 plus years old. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you're talking about Dr. Sleep, a sequel to a movie from the Mm seventies. You're talking about Charlie's angels, a reboot of a movie that was a movie based on a TV show from either the seventies or the eighties. I can't remember exactly when (laughs) the original Charlie's angels was there. Sure. And then, 
Terminator, yeah. which is a sequel to the last good one was in 94. Yep. And then bef- the franchise originated in the 80s. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, of course, yeah, it's not in the zeitgeist anymore and people don't care. But Frozen released four years ago, yeah. which was absolutely massive. The monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's still in, you know, the zeitgeist. So do you think it might have something to do? Are people starting to get fatigue on stuff like the legacy sequels and the reboots and stuff like that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, that, that's kind of what the, what that the the box office is telling me. I mean, it's it almost happened. It was one of those things and we made the argument um, with Solo that people were getting Star Wars fatigue because Solo came out about six months after uh, Last Jedi because Disney broke their their release. Usually Star Wars comes out at Christmas. Right. They broke that and put Solo out, I believe, in May or June. I know it was was like four weeks after Infinity War when people were still going to see that. And it was like three weeks after Deadpool 2. And then Solo came out, which was also six months after Last Jedi. And it was like, I think that audience is a little tired at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's that, too. And, you know, you also have to kind of look at these movies and take it individually. Right. Because Mm -hmm. while I do think that that has something to do with it is like you have these event movies and Star Wars is an event movie, especially a solo movie is an event movie. But it's really tough when you're making a solo prequel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Prequels are hard, especially when you're basing it on a character that is in like five films <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. it's really it's really hard to be like wow i am really really enthralled and he, you know han solo's in some real danger here right. because i know that he survives to make it to a new hope and ultimately to the force awakens yeah i mean they had to kill off zoe saldana and woody harrelson just because somebody had to go in that movie right and it's <laughs> and like, they don't and, and they're not in the rest of the series Right. Yeah. Oh, I've never I've never heard of this robot before. Of course, this robot dies. It's going to die. And you know what? Lando's in the new one coming out in December. You know, there's going to be some reference. Yeah. You know, it wasn't made in Empire or Jedi. And it's just now it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, I miss my droid. It's like, what? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't care. You never cared. No. Oh, oh, this is like C-3PO could talk to the ship and this this is how we got that. OK, fine. fine. Whatever. Whatever. But like, yeah, I think you're right. You know, you you look at this. You look at the movies that are kind of coming up, at least in on my radar, because I love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is my favorite actor of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, I'm going to reference two movies of his. Obviously. Uh, uh, Bill and Ted three. Uh, you know, face the music. Look, am I going to see that movie? Yes. Multiple times because I have (laughs) showcase subscribe and I can literally see it multiple times. Correct. Nobody else is going to see that movie (laughs) because Bill and Ted's excellent adventure was very fun, but nobody saw bogus journey. And I I did. I actually saw that in theaters. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it Mm because that, you know, but, <laughs> but like nobody's gonna go see that, right? And and then subsequently also the Matrix Legacy sequel that we're gonna do the fourth Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I love the Matrix. The Matrix is revolutionary. I enjoy uh, Reloaded. I think that Reloaded is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is garbage. 
and and now it's like oh and now we're gonna do a fourth one right. yeah awesome no like you haven't made like i want to say that the third one came out in like 2003 mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so it's like man <laughs> nobody nobody cares anymore right, right you know um when you look at these type of movies the the thing that made the matrix revolutionary is commonplace in action movies now. You can watch it in the far superior John Wick franchise. It's true. That's relevant now. It you is. know what I mean? Like it took and built on everything. So now rehashing and going back to going back to the Matrix. Right. Yeah, that movie's not going to be as good. Well, it's it's also and and I mean we're talking about event films and stuff, and it feels like that's also part of people's problem with the DC side of comic book movies because they've rebooted their own franchise like three times in the last handful of years and they're doing it again. I mean, James Gunn is rebooting suicide squad again, you know? And and I think that's why people like, well, Pattinson is, is now like the third Batman this decade in third Batman in like four years. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, but yeah. And I don't know. I it's, it's like Marvel set their thing up back with Iron Man and just kind of, even even when there were some dips in movies, they were like power through, power yeah, right. through. We're gonna get to the story. We're gonna get this story out, and it's almost. I mean, we've talked about it many times where DC was trying to play catch up to Marvel, which was a mistake, and then they yeah. got gun shy and they tried to redo and reboot and all this other stuff. Right. Um, it, it brings me to actually to our to our, one of my one of our official stories this week uh, because Instagram model The Rock. Uh, decided yes. to share to decided to share his latest casting choice, which is he's going to play Black Adam. Yeah. Uh, which I have no idea who Black Adam is. I'm I'm not like a big comic book guy. I like the movies, but I'm not the source material. Yeah. Uh, he also said he wants Henry Cavill to appear in the movie as Superman. So I'm guessing he's part of that Superman world. But yes. You know comics, so I want you to tell myself and, and the listeners a little bit about Black Adam, or is it going to be Samoan Adam now? Yeah. Uh, welcome to that comic book show <laughs> uh, with Eddie McCabe. Uh, so Black Adam is a bad mirror image of Shazam. So we all know who Shazam is. Right. You know, that movie was the came movie. out last year. That movie came out last year. Very good. It was um, a hoot. Yeah, that movie came. That movie is set in that DC EU with Henry Cavill as Superman. Now, there have been some like rumblings about it because, you know, is Henry Cavill done as Superman? Is he not? And you know, he's going back and forth playing media. I think that DC wants to reboot and not have him play Superman, but he wants to keep playing Superman. I think that that's basically where we stand there. And so, yeah, The Rock is. The Rock is now playing Black Adam, which has been rumored for a long time, right? He wanted to play the character, and now it's officially confirmed, which is great. Mm-hmm. The character of Black Adam is an evil mirror image of Shazam. He has all the same powers as Shazam. The only thing is is that instead of just an evil wizard, uh, he is an evil Egyptian prince. So he has all of— So the Scorpion King. Yeah, it's the Scorpion King. Uh, this is this is the alternate version of the Scorpion King. And so, yeah, the, the interesting thing and why it would be really cool to have Superman in this movie is, is that everybody knows about Kryptonite as Superman's weakness. Right. Um, basically, because they didn't want Superman to be, like, super overpowered, they snuck in, like, little weaknesses here and there. And mm-hmm. one of the major ones is, is that Superman is weak to magic. 
And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> I know exactly what you're thinking. Yes. If David Blaine was to go and do street magic card tricks in front of Superman, his head would explode. I'm going to stop Superman by pulling a rabbit out of my hat. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, how did this quarter get from out behind your ear? The thumb trick. The thumb trick, yeah. Yeah, Kryptonians just can't understand uh, illusions. And um, That's the week yeah. was called Mind Blown. Yeah, Chris Angel can take down Superman. Hey, that uh, guy can levitate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's crazy. Uh, but that's the thing is that is Superman and subsequently Black, I mean, Shazam and subsequently Black Adam are both magic-based superheroes, so they it's can so beat silly. up Superman. Yeah, comic books are silly. They it's are. so silly, but I'm they, sure it's going to be great. And, and yeah, like, like I said, I, I can't wait for a, another trip to Samoa with The Rock. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm excited for it. I hope it happens. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, this show, that movie show, here on North Show 1049, is proudly sponsored from by Showcase Cinemas, and we suggest you sign up for Showcase Subscribe. ShowcaseSubscribe.com is where you go to see more movies a month with plans starting as low as $11.95. You can even get group plans or individual plans. You can gift plans. The holidays are right around the corner. Someone would definitely appreciate you getting them a subscription to Showcase Subscribe. You can see all the first-run top movies. We mentioned Frozen 2. Knives Out is out now, which I can't wait to check out this week. Weekend. Can't wait. 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood with Tom Hanks. Plus, you can get tickets to movies coming out soon, which is wonderful. You get advanced tickets, you pick your seat, it's easy peasy. You can do it from the comfort of your phone. Showcase subscribe. See more movies a month with plans starting as low as $11.95. Go to showcasesubscribe.com. Yeah, and uh, if Showcase wants to subscribe that comic book show, it's more than welcome. Sure, we can do that as well. I mean, I'll just sit here and, and make goofy comments. You seem to know everything. <laughs> yeah, look, it works for the dollop. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, we were just talking about The Rock, and uh, one of his co-stars for the new Jumanji Next Level, Danny DeVito, was out doing some press. Wow, and segues. Uh, you like that? It was it was close. And uh, he revealed, uh, I don't know if it's even a reveal, but it definitely falls under So This Is A Thing, yeah. which is one of our on-again, off-again bits. Uh, basically, some one of the reporters asked him about the sequel to Twins. Twins was the movie, of course, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, where right. him and Danny DeVito played uh, brothers that were separated at birth. And I, I actually remember years and years and years ago, it might have been like, maybe five or so years after this, that there was a sequel proposed called Triplets and the third brother would have been Eddie Murphy. And like going way back, it was always going to be Eddie Murphy. And Danny DeVito basically said like, yeah, I remember that, but nobody's written a script or given me any ideas for it. But you know, if anyone has a screenplay for Triplets, let me know. We'll make the movie. That sounds yeah, great. Of course. <laughs> He's basically been like, yeah, that sounds like a fun idea. I hope somebody writes a screenplay for me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, yeah, well, Danny DeVito, because I don't know, is always Sunny done? Oh, they just wrapped up season fourteen. They're gonna, they think they're signed on for two more though. Okay, so yeah, that's coming to an end. So somebody's gotta, you know, give Danny DeVito work. You know, Danny, who knows? Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito from Taxi. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think anybody's making a Taxi movie. Although, you know, the way we're going, who knows? Yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna bring back James Dean. They can definitely bring back Andy Kaufman, even though he's not dead. Or just have uh, what's his name play him, Jim Carrey. Jim, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Let's drive. <laughs> let's make him crazy again for another Netflix special. Did you watch that, by the way? Yeah, it was bananas. It was crazy. 
was he crazy. is insane, and he looks like a, a nightmare to work with. Oh, yeah. The best part about that documentary was occasionally catching Paul Giamatti in the background, just giving him the meanest side eye. Oh, like, I know. You could tell he hated working on Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey every time because he wouldn't take part in the documentary. He wasn't taking part in, in, in his little silly reindeer games. He was just like, yeah. Yeah, you no. are so horrible. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm no, a real hacker. Thank you. On this method. <laughs> yeah. Also in, uh, so this is a thing, or at least was a thing, uh, Gregory Allen Howard, uh, who was the, the screenwriter for Harriet, uh, the movie which recently came out about Harriet Tubman, revealed that back in 1994, he pitched this movie, and one of the Hollywood executives he was pitching it to said, Great idea. Julia Roberts will play Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Let me say that again. An executive, when pitched a Harriet Tubman movie, said, yes, Julia Roberts should play her. Yeah. Um, With a straight face. Hollywood executives are stupid. I mean. <laughs> crazy. I That's mean. In, like, even the, even the thought of that. Yeah. It's insane. Well, it's like even this Harriet Tubman movie, I've had friends <clears throat> that, you know, and again, I don't know if you've ever watched this show on, you know, our that movie show.net, but uh, we're a couple of white guys. We are. We are. You know, so, so full disclosure. <laughs> um, but some of my friends who are African American yeah. have a huge problem with this Harriet Tubman movie. The one that's in theaters now. The one that's in theaters now. Okay. Because. They just like made up historical events where like this white guy is like the savior of the movie. And it's like, and it's like, guys, we can't even do history, right? Are we, what is happening? Wow. That is, I didn't know that. I, I haven't seen the movie yet, but that's, that's yeah. rough. That yeah. Rough. I, again, it's, I haven't either. I haven't either, but that is the consensus from my social medias. Wow. That's, you know, uh, and it's like, yeah, yeah. So when you tell, first of all, I thought when I saw that on social media, I thought that was a joke, but you know, cause somebody, you know, cause the internet is a wonderful place. Sometimes sure, they sure. mocked up, they mocked up a poster. It's the, of what it would be like, uh, but it, yeah, it's the Harriet Tubman movie poster for the film that's currently here, but right. it's Julia Roberts. So, so, what, so what would be the, the larger injustice there, uh, basically creating uh, the white savior for a Harriet Tubman movie, or just having Harriet Tubman be Julia Roberts. You know, I would have. I don't know. They're like equally bad. <laughs> like, like they're equally. I, I want to say, as, as I agree, they're equally bad. I want to say we got the better version, though. Yeah, we got <laughs> the better version. Because at least Julia Roberts isn't playing Harriet Tubman. <laughs> yeah, right. At least you know, because it's like so now. It, now who, I have who, to ask the question. Of like, so were we gonna put Julia Roberts in blackface? Like, were we actually gonna do that? Like, was that the plan? It was '94. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I it's guess, a different. I guess time, it falls under a different time. I don't know. Luckily, uh, we didn't have to. Luckily, we don't have to make those choices. Yeah. Thank, yeah. I mean, but like, it's insanity that it's like, yeah, we were gonna do that. Like, <laughs> we, we Julia Roberts was gonna. Julia Roberts was going to play an African-American folk hero. That's al that's almost as crazy as when people were like, yeah, you know, The Rock could have played Black Panther. And it's just like, I don't know about that. He identifies hard as Samoan. Yeah, but so, at least that's a closer stretch. At yeah. least that's a closer stretch. I mean, to be fair, Black Adam is Egyptian, so. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, he's done, like I said, Scorpion King. He's been there. That's yeah. close enough, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah racially ambiguous, I guess. I guess he's the, he's the rock. He he def- he he transcends race. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, the, the rock falls under uh, the same type of movie star status that like Sean Connery is in. Because okay. have you ever seen Highlander? Yes. So in the movie Highlander, Sean Connery, who is famously Scottish, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know that, but yeah. famously Scottish, plays a Spaniard. And at one point, he... Okay, see, I didn't know that part of it. Oh. I always, I, I've watched the movies, and I've just always been like, all right, it's Sean Connery. He must be Scottish or, or just whatever. He, I, I never thought about what he was. Yeah, no, he's a guy from Spain. Oh, and, at, and at one point... He is sitting there in a boat with uh, Lambert. No, not Lambert. That's a yeah, L- You were close. L- L- Lambert. Yeah, Lambert. Yeah. And Sean Connery says the words, what is this haggis? And it's like, yeah, those no. words have come out of your mouth a million times. And I don't believe anything. But you know what? Screw it. You're Sean Connery and I'm in. Outstanding. But I mean, again... Different time. This type of stuff happened. I mean, historic. The in, throughout history, this would happen. I mean, the one of the famous ones was uh, Orson Welles' Touch of Evil, where they had Charlton Heston playing a Mexican. I mean, that's true. It, this is. It's not like this is a new revelation. Oh, what was that one that Mickey Rooney was a Chinese man? Uh oh! I just watched this. Uh, oh, I, I don't know what I was watching, but some. I don't. I don't remember the movie, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Again, they did that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, history was pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Uh, you're, you're right. That movie show on North Shore 1049. <laughs> and now it's sponsor time. Uh, you can find our podcast, as Eddie mentioned. Uh, we deep dive into movies every single week. Go to thatmovieshow.net and find our long form shows. We've been doing it for now two years we just kicked off our third year with orgasmo last week we're doing charlie's angels 2000 reboot and i believe possibly next week we haven't even discussed it let's do it live on the air are we doing the irishman yeah i mean we might as well do the irishman i think we need to do the irishman That's because be i was going to re- i was going to recommend a terrible movie mm. uh, just because you know there's so much talk about Zack snyder you know what save it for christmas Okay. <laughs> Save it for Christmas. We're going to ruin people's Christmases. <laughs> but here on North Shore, ruined, I... this movie ruined my birthday. Okay. It's going to be so... a good Christmas. <laughs> and uh, we are proudly sponsored by Showcase Cinemas right here on North Shore 1049. And they're running a holiday special right now on gift cards. Uh, for every $25 you spend on gift cards, you will get a free $5 e card. It's a special holiday gift card promotion. Go to showcasecinemas.com right now and pick up gift cards for the ones you love. They can be used on concessions, movie tickets, all kinds of easily accessible stuff at the movies. And like I said, for every $25 you spend on gift cards, you get yourself an extra $5 e card from Showcase Cinemas. Again, Showcase Cinemas. Dot com. Uh, also, just on a personal note, uh, December 12th, uh, it's a Sunday afternoon. They're doing their uh, showcase bringbacks, Goodfellas in theaters. Definitely yeah. seeing that. I just mentioned of the Irishman. It made me think of it. I've already got my tickets for it. I am going. So uh, thank you, showcasecinemas.com, for sponsoring that movie show right here on North Shore 1049. Uh, one more quick story before recommendations. Uh, so Edward Furlong has come out to say he's... Uh, a little disappointed 
about the scene he took part in in Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, I understand that the movie hasn't made a lot of money, which means a lot of people haven't seen it, but get ready for spoilers, people. Um, yeah, at this point, you were going to see it if you wanted to see yeah, it. Ex- exactly. Uh, you all prove that you, you don't care about these spoilers. Uh, so John Connor dies in the very early scenes of Terminator Dark Fate, but it's like it's Terminator 2 John Connor. So they basically got a young actor and they did like deep fake CGI with Edward Furlong and they had Edward Furlong come in and kind of, you know, do some dialogue and whatever he did. Uh, And they did it. I thought the the best one out of that whole scene uh, was actually the, um, the, the de-aging of Linda Hamilton to make her look like T2 Linda Hamilton. Yeah. It was flawless. They're getting really good at that. Yeah, it, I mean that's the yeah we talked about the James the James Dean thing, yeah. but it's like this it's gonna different. be it's gonna be crazy with what you know. Let's we're gonna see what the Irishman does, right? Because the Irishman is gonna be how good is this? How good is this stuff? Samuel L. Jackson uh, looked great in Captain Marvel. It's that is absolutely. Um, but so Edward Furlong is a little upset, uh, but not because of like you know any creative differences. Uh, he's mad that he's basically now out of a paycheck. A paycheck yeah. that he, you know, he hadn't had in what, however long, when, whenever it came out, 25, 30 years, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, I have a quote that I'm going to attempt to clean up for radio because he has quite the potty mouth. Um, sure. They smoked my butt. Uh, that was the role I played. I did it for a day. I showed up. I shot for one day. Yeah, we did some CGI. Like, he had to say that. I'm, you know, Edward Furlong, you're 45. What are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we, know. Yeah, we, did, we did some CGI. They paid me. So, I mean, you know, it kind of bums me out because I'd love to do a whole one and make a blank ton of money. I would love to do more, but we'll see what happens. Like, I get it. I mean, everybody wants to work. Everybody, you know, everybody's looking for their next paycheck, especially in, in acting. But it's not like he's been actively doing stuff. Well, right. It's one, you've not been actively doing stuff. And two, it's not like you've been campaigning for the like, you weren't even in T3. And I right. don't think you were doing anything. Right. And also, uh, I don't know if anybody's seen Edward Furlong lately. He doesn't look like the leader of the resistance, at least the one we were made to think about in Terminator and Terminator 2, that big hulking chiseled guy with a scar on his face or, you know, as as you mentioned off air, Christian Bale. Yeah, right. (laughs) Jack Christian Bale. Yeah, no. Here's here's the thing, Eddie. Uh, Edward Furlong. I'm talking to Edward Furlong. Yes. Obviously, he's listening. Um, You know what? I, I have a suggestion. So just... uh. Do some crunches, get some abs, and maybe they'll let you lead the resistance in the reboot of this reboot. Yeah, right. Maybe. Or, you know what? Just deep fake it. It's a lot easier. Yeah, right. <laughs> get right. some ripped dude and just paste your face over it in CGI because that's what we're making movies with now. <laughs> I mean, let's all be honest. The T3, the real T3, yeah. closed uh, finally uh, at Universal Studios theme parks where it was Terminator 2, uh, the ride. You know, that's really Terminator three. That was really, that was really Terminator three. I think we can all agree on that. Um, And if you haven't, if you haven't seen the battle across time, Mm. you're missing out because that's really, that's really Terminator three for me. That's that's how, that's, that's how I feel about the whole thing where it's just like peak Edward Furlong. They got Arnold, Linda Hamilton. Everybody's here. You know, CGI was good, and you get to kind of be an experience. It's 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 definitely the real T three. Get a strike when that iron's hot. A uh, few minutes left, uh, so recommendations, Eddie. What do you got for us this week? Um, I am going to go with the Great Muppet Caper. Ooh. Um, 
One of my favorite things to do is uh, watch Muppet movies at Christmas time. I don't know why. Um, we will get to like, I'll probably recommend my favorite Christmas movie mm-hmm. uh, regarding the Muppets. It sure. might not be the one you think, um, but we'll get there soon. But, you know, going through Disney Plus and just watching everything, the great Muppet Capers on there. I absolutely love that movie. It's fantastic. Uh, so uh, go and check that out. And once again, uh, Eddie recommends a nice family film. I go in the opposite direction uh, because Tom Hanks has the Mr. Rogers film in theaters. Now I'm going to recommend one of my favorite movies of all time. 1984 is bachelor party starring Tom Hanks and Adrian Zemed. Yes. From TJ hooker. It is a hilarious eighties raunch comedy. Uh, go just f- find it. I don't know where it's available, but find it. I have the Blu-ray. Of course I do. Yeah, well, uh, you got to look at that app that you sent me. Uh, the, the Just Watch app. It's fantastic. This oh. is completely not even a plug, but yes, Just Watch app. Uh, oh. it's, it's, it's fantastic. You can just search any movie or any TV show and find out where you can find it streaming online for free, for rent, or to buy. Yep, it's and- such a time saver. Yeah, um, you know, this is it is such a time saver because, you know, as we do movies, it is this is my real plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but one minute. Uh, basically, it's like as we look for movies, it's like, yeah, I don't own Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. So I go into the Just Watch app, I type in Charlie's Angels, and it shows all of the places that I can go and watch this movie so that it's easier for me to find the movies that we need to watch for the podcast. Also, just just watch if you're listening. uh, Find me on Instagram at the Eddie McCabe on Mm -hmm. Twitter at the Eddie McCabe, uh, and uh, we can figure this out. There you go. You get one for free. Then you got to pay for it. That. Thank you for joining us on that movie show, sponsored by Showcase Cinemas, right here on North Shore 1049. Mike Wen and Eddie McCabe. You can follow us on social media, as Eddie just said, the Eddie McCabe. You can follow me at Mike Went. Hashtag that movie show. Let us know if you want us to review movies on the podcast, because that's what we do over at thatmovieshow.net and on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash thatmovieshowtv. We will see you back here next week, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on North Shore 104. Bye, everybody. That's Ruby Valley, Ruby Hollywood, where any office boy or young.